Parker. And I'm Eleanor Parker. And you're listening to the Bygones Podcast, the Annie McBeal Rewatch Podcast, where we discuss an episode through 2018 eyes. So this week we're on to season one, episode three. Well, technically it's two, isn't it? Like we. Well, I said that it. last week, you but did. I just checked and were you wrong? <laughs> In Laura Jane is wrong, rare news, shocker. Um, I've checked the length of the seasons, like future seasons, and they, they're all 23 episodes. And, inclu- and for season one, including the pilot, that is 23 episodes. So I think pilot is like the name of the episode. Right. And they've, they've named it, and it's season one, episode one in the in the. Number. Okay, so technically we are on episode three yeah. now. I mean, we're on the third podcast, so yeah. that makes it easier for us. Yes, it does. But, it does. Sorry. So yeah, apologies for getting it all Amendment. wrong. Amendment. <laughs> so yeah, let's, it's season one, episode three, and this is called The Kiss. And it, it first aired 22nd of September 1997. There you go. So there we go. So let's dive straight in. And what do we get? The first <laughs> shot of this episode. Ali's ass. Her butt. <laughs> Uh, we see a lovely close-up of Ali's butt in jeans. In jeans, um, in denim. Which is important, because... Yeah. Um, and then it kind of pans out, and... Ali stood on her desk, which I'm like... I've never seen... I've never seen anyone, in order to try on clothes, stand on their desk well, to I try on clothes. Well, I presume she's doing it so that Elaine can get a better look. But her crotch. <laughs> yeah, as, a, as a, like a, a, a viewer of jeans, you wouldn't ever view someone's jeans from that angle. No. Unless you were on a catwalk. <laughs> But who does that in real life? But also, she's on her desk wearing the ugliest effing jeans I've ever seen in my entire life. But all they can do is talk about how, you know, Elaine's like, it lifts and flattens and it's tight enough without looking sprayed on. And Uh, and, and they're like singing the virtues of these jeans. They're like, they're awful. Like, I know 90s fashion is back, but nobody's going to be wearing those jeans. And then Richard comes in. Richard, yeah, Richard w- walks in and, yeah, and, and basically they explain that Ali's got a date with Chaney and she's deciding what to wear, but Richard is like, and this is how you practice. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, oh, I can smell the denim. And, and he's like, like, all that denim from one pair of jeans. And then he, lets, he sees there's a huge pile yeah, of denim yeah, on yeah, her yeah, desk. Yeah. And he's like, that explains it. And Ali's like, denim doesn't smell. And, and I was like, yes, it, it does. It really yeah, does. that's what I think. Yeah. I was like, yeah, denim does smell. But like Richard leaves and Ali and Elaine like start tentatively pick it up to sniff. <laughs> and like Georgia comes in being like, what are you doing? <laughs> and they're like, Richard says that it smelt. And like, she's like, and Georgia's like, it no, doesn't. doesn't. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> Do you not have noses? <laughs> Denim this definitely a really, has a smell. This is a really odd topic of conversation yeah. for them to be confused about. And not only confused about, but the majority of them being on the, the general wrong side. consensus appears to be wrong. I'm with Richard field. on this one. I am, I am too. I'm yeah, he's right about denim. Yeah, and and that's that. There, there we go, settled that. So basically the reason Georgia has come into her office is um because she wants her to be her co counsel. Wants Ali to yeah, be her, yeah. Well yeah, Georgia wants Ali to be her co counsel on a sex discrimination case she's got. Yeah. Because the defence lawyer 
for the the radio station. Is it a ra- no? It's a, it's a, TV a news, station. news station. It's a news station. WZAMTV. Yeah, it, the yeah. The, the defense lawyer for them is Jack Billings. Yeah, so she thinks Ali would be good at throwing off and it's well, throwing a, him off. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah, throwing, <laughs> throwing off. No, throwing him off. And um, the the it's quite a high profile case because it involves yes. a TV anchor who's quite well known in yes. the in the area. So her name's Barbara Cooker. And basically her whole thing is you can get even in public. Yeah. And Ali's kind of like, oh, I like the idea of that. That yeah. sounds like good. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it made me laugh when Ali was sort of like surprised that Georgia had such a high profile case. And Elaine's like, she's a pretty good litigator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. And, and Elaine also chimes in with, you know, it helps to have a woman on sex cases. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. She kind of undermines George. Like, that's the thing, is that considering she is not a lawyer herself, like, she's in a position that is sort of lower to Ali and Georgia and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, she does sometimes appear to go out of her way to undermine them, to make them feel like, in terms of... Like, she goes, yeah, like, I heard um, Georgia's firm thinks it's good to have a woman in these kind of cases. And it's just like, oh, right, so it can't be that Georgia's a good, good. lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's because she's a woman. And I it's know. very, you know, subtle undermining. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we cut to a new scene, which is Richard kind of asking Ali about the two of them working together. He's got concerns about... The, the match of the two of them. You yes. Know, he sort of says, I realise you share similar DNA. It's Billy's! <laughs> yeah. And Ali turns around and goes like, Georgia and I are adults, we're attorneys, and we're friends. And we will be able to work together whether you're able to picture it or not, Richard. Doing her, like, over-enunciation of words as a weapon. Sorry, names as a weapon. Yeah. Um, and and I, I love that bit. Yeah, it's great. And yeah. she says that, and then, of course, Billy walks in, and the shot where he walks in, he's is framed exactly in between Georgia, Georgia and, and Ali. And Richard's like, I see the picture perfectly. Yeah. And then there's this, like, sound effect of a camera snapping yeah. in on Billy, yeah. and that's it, cut to title. Exactly. Um, but that was really funny. Like, yeah. Like, just I comedic timing of yes. the way that they do that a lot in this show. Yes. And can I just say, Georgia's outfit in the scene, she's wearing like this pale pink suit, oh, yeah. skirt type, you know, a skirt suit. What do you call them? Skirt suits. Is it skirt suits? Pretty sure, yeah. It's not a pantsuit. So it's not it's a pantsuit, so it has to be a skirt. But she looks amazing. I'm like, I love your outfit, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She. I mean, she always looks amazing. She looks great. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the kind of cold open. So yeah. Georgia and Ali are going to be working together this week. Yes. What will happen? What will Can happen? they work together? Yeah. So so straight after the titles, we have Elaine leaving the conference room as um, Richard, Billy, and Ali are all arguing. They're all shouting at and each other. And they, you know, it goes into the, cuts to the room, and Billy is annoyed. Dead set against Ali working with Georgia. Yeah, he's like, you know, it's. And he says it's nothing to do with the fact that they're working together. It's because you're you know, not ready. You shouldn't be joining the day before trial. Yeah, like you're they're not. just about to go to trial. You yeah. should have been on it earlier. So yeah, Richard is like, Look, I don't see the problem with this. Georgia wants her. Ali wants to do it. Like, what's the problem? Like, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. So despite Billy's misgivings, they're going ahead. Like, I don't get Billy 
problem? Like, what does uh, he think is going to happen? I, oh, this is it. I think it, it's... Um, he, it doesn't suit him, again, No, I think it makes him very uncomfortable. And Ali, yeah, friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's sort of, you know, getting, getting annoyed. So then we've got Renee in uh, Ali's office in the next scene saying, you know, are you sure you're not just taking the case because of Billy? Yeah, she goes basically like she thinks it's fine for Ali to work with Georgia so long as she's not doing it for some sort of weird Billy reason. Yeah. And then she's like, but if you are doing it for some sort of weird Billy reason, I'd have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> like... exactly. And Ali's like, no, 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 Billy's nothing to do with it. And yeah. then she goes on to sort of talk about, uh, change the subject and be like, should I cancel my date with Cheney tonight? Uh, and Renee's like, well, why don't you just reschedule? And Ali, and Ali starts up with this whole thing. Oh my God. I know. So it's this like is, this the is... most ridiculous thing so in the world. So this is where I'm throwing in my... Objection! Oh, I know, okay. it's pretty early on. Yeah, it, it really is. wound me up. Yeah. So Ali's whole thing was, I can't, I can't call him and tell him to, you know, I can't reschedule with him until he calls me. And he might not call until the end of the day. And that's really short notice to cancel a date that we've supposedly got on for tonight. Or is it tonight or tomorrow? I don't know. It's tonight. Anyway, Renee's like, uh... Well, why don't you just call what? him? <laughs> and Ali says, I can't call him. Rule number five. To call is to pursue, and to pursue makes you look too interested, and, and then it makes him desire you less. And it's all right there in the book, Renee. Yeah, so <laughs> she refers to this book that she's been reading called The Rules. Now, this is a real book. Yeah, this was a real thing in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. and it was a pretty huge. popular it by, was all, huge. by yeah, all accounts. It was best-selling. But, I mean, it's such it's shit. It's mental. And that's my objection. I'm like, yeah. what is this book? And yeah. why did everyone Completely. go nuts over it? Completely. Well, I, I think it's... Uh, and Renee is immediately starting... She she's immediately like calls it. bullshit she's like, on it. Yeah, she's just like... What the fuck is this? And I'm with like, Renee. Yeah, I am completely. <laughs> Renee often is talking the most sense out of everyone. Yeah, and as she's doing this, Elaine comes in and Elaine's like, that book really works, Renee. And Renee's like, and I bet you, you. <laughs> yeah. And, and then Elaine goes, and then drip off of me. <laughs> A brilliant exchange, but but I'm sorry, Elaine. I haven't seen one man dripping no. on you, and we've been with you now for a couple of episodes. So where are these men that this book is supposedly helping you get? Well, exactly. And um, and Renee starts reading out some of the other rules, like don't talk to a man first, don't meet him halfway, don't see him more than once, and it's just like. So these are rules on basically how to be a complete asshole yeah. to whoever it is you're interested in. Like it's complete bollocks yeah yeah and, and elaine actually turns around at one point and says it's not about getting dates it's about getting a husband and it's just like uh, yeah i roll i roll century <sighs> what are we in like pride and prejudice <laughs> I know. so renee and elaine are like squabbling over these rules and ali's kind of had enough so she sends elaine out um and then she sort of turns around to Renee and says, you know, I'm I'm scared is the problem. That's yeah, what's first, first dates scare her and uh, she's like, he's probably going to kiss me again and you shouldn't kiss a guy on a first date because of the rules. And Renee's <laughs> like, but you've already kissed him, which is a great point. Yeah. And, and Ali's like, yeah, but I don't feel like we really kissed. It's like more he kissed me and my lips just 
stood their ground. Yeah. It's just like, you're making this so much more complicated I mean, than it needs to be. I was just like, ah! <laughs> I mean, I know, I, you know, a lot of women overthink things, but not, I've never no. overthought things to this degree. No, like, it's there's insane. certain rules as to what can and can't happen at different stages. Like, every relationship's different. This book makes no sense. Anyway, no. Renee suggests that, you know, just go out for drinks. Yeah. And then she even offers to say that she can be at the same bar to try and take, to just take the pressure yeah. off, you know. Um, and, and then she rightly throws the book in the bin. Yes. Ali, Ali's <laughs> pleased with that suggestion. Renee throws the rules away. And then um, then we hear Ali's voiceover, her so inner in monologue, monologue, saying, I know she's right, but whenever I make a fool of myself, I feel better if I can blame it on the reason. <laughs> yeah, and she picks the, the book out of the bin. Which... I do get that to a certain extent. It is, because then it's, you know, you're just following someone else's advice and you can't, it's not your fault if it doesn't go well. Yeah, but it's like, take responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, it doesn't, uh, yeah, you if, if you never take responsibility for the things that you do or you say, you're never going to learn, are you? You're yeah. just going to be like, well, that was bad research and next time I will look for it. And it's like, well, no, just... This is um, yeah. Ali's insecurity of, you know, she's been burnt through Billy, like, massively. And now she's, you know, she's finding any kind of new relationship difficult to navigate off of her own instincts. Yeah. So, so she's it's using a case, She doesn't crutch. trust her own instincts. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, next scene, they're at court. Georgia and Jack Billings, uh, it's a pre-trial motion, so they're arguing over some memo that was supposedly circulated. And I think Georgia mentioned this to Ali in the earlier scene. Yeah, scenes, it's saying, like you know, smoking it's gun. smoking gun. Yeah. We basically got them. And they're arguing over whether that memo can be used in court. Yeah. You know, basically, it's basically they, she was fired. It proves, yeah, that, that it was, she was wrongfully fired, basically. Yeah. So Jack Billings is denied blocking the use of the memo. Yes. So basically Ali advises Barbara Cooker that they should, that, that basically they're probably going to offer something now because they yeah, can't, because uh, they, they're using that memo. Yeah, exactly. So and what's quite funny is during this little sort of tete-a-tete that Georgia and Jack are like having in front of the judge arguing for using this memo or not, um, Ali's in a monologue is going, Georgia's pretty good. Oh, there's so many reasons to hate her. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's nice that she doesn't, though. I think that's the thing, is that she, part of her, a big part of her wants to hate Georgia, but she can't, because I think Georgia is such, like, a great woman. Yeah. Like, she is, like, one of my favourite characters, and I think it's that thing of, like, she really wants to hate her, but she just can't bring herself to, because no, no. she's actually a lovely person. Yeah. So then we're in the bar. Yes. And Vonda is singing um, Let's Stay Together, I believe. Oh, I don't know. I didn't make a note. Yes. And she's like, I'm so Oh, yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. And Ali and Chaney are dancing. And, and oh my God, I have yeah. so much to say about this. Okay. So Ali's got, and while it's she's dancing, she was yeah, gonna, she was going to yeah. postpone it. It didn't happen. Yeah, so, she, so she's yeah. she's dancing with Cheney, and she's got like this inner monologue going on yeah. as she's doing this. Yeah, and she's she's going on about how she thinks the first date is critical, how she never starts too close to a date. First she smiles, it's also calculated. then she laughs yes. in the right way. Yes. 
and I'm not listening to a word he's saying. And it is, it's that thing where I'm like, oh my God, you're so calculating. You can't just enjoy a dance with like, someone. She's gotta have a playbook for like yeah. each situation to go through the stages of the relationship. Like, it's almost something a psychopath would do in terms of like, like she's observed how you go on a date. Yeah. And she's now mimicking this behaviour like a human rather than, being, rather than it happen. Yeah, you organically know, and naturally. Natural. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just completely mad. It is mad. Yeah. And she's like her monologue is like, he's got two questions. Does she like me and will my mother like her? And she's like, A mother's love me. And like, you know, and she's like, and now, you know, I need to give him a sense of progress. I nuzzle in, I let him smell me. It's so easy. And I'm like, the way she's talking about him is like you you'd you'd rear an animal. Do you know what I mean? It's like a pet. Like maintain eye contact. Make them feel like they, you know. Like we we've just got a, a cat, my husband and I, and We've been reading a lot of stuff mm. about how to train them, mm. and one of the things about playing with them is that it tells you, you know, you should you should play with kittens when they're small because they like to. That's how they learn to like yes. pounce and you know stalk things and yes. stalk their prey, and you know brings out those instincts in them and gives them exercise. Um, but it says like you know you have to make them feel like they've achieved something by the end of the session. So make sure that at the end of the they session get a kill. they get a, a kill. In yeah, inverted commas. I mean that's basically the same thing that you've got here. Yeah. make them feel like. Like they've achieved progress and they've got something <laughs> from you and then you know but not too much because yeah. otherwise you know they won't come back yeah, it's the like, rules he's not an animal it's he's not completely a mad it's like, completely mad it was really odd yeah but then we've got renee dancing with the twins which i enjoyed well i thought it looked like the most awkward threesome ever <laughs> like she's like using both like the twin she's sort of sandwiched between the twins and she's kind of like running her hands over these twins like simultaneously but like. to be honest the only reason she's there is because Ali was too scared to go oh, on a yeah. date with Cheney no. so do you know what and you're not what are you going to do sit at a table and watch Ali awkwardly <laughs> like dance weirdo. with Cheney <laughs> yeah. having her in a monologue no I'd, I'd be like you know I'm going to dance with the twins do oh, it yeah, make yeah, my yeah. own no, no. if Ali needs me she knows where I am I'm right here <laughs> so you know Anyway, yes. so then they walk home, Ali and Chaney, like Chaney sort of, sort of walks them home. And my question in this is, where's Renee? Like, she <laughs> she's still with the twins. The yeah, no, she's still with the twins. Poor <laughs> old Renee. And then we get Vonda in the background, uh, the soundtrack being like oh, a yes. slow version of... Does she love me? I want to love I love it. Yeah. I love that bit. I love that song. Is that- it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. And um, then there's like, uh, they're coming to a goodnight kiss. Yeah. And it sort of goes into sort of slow motion as they're sort of... Well, no, wait, before oh, that, no. we've got Ali, oh. Ali's voiceover being like, I can give him a kiss, there's nothing slutty in that. And I was like, slutty? Yeah. In a kiss? Yeah. A, I really have issues with the word slut being used in probably all contexts. Most, most contexts, um, yeah. But, but Ali, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, like... Yeah, plus you've already kissed him! I know! I'm just like <laughs> exasperated with this damn girl, I swear. Um, but yeah, but you know, yeah, as you say, then Chaney's like, you know, I had a great time, there's this big slow-mo yeah. and lean, and you sort of see their, their heads tilting, they're coming together, and then he goes for the cheek. Yeah, he, he pecks her on the cheek. She's expecting that it'll be a kiss, and he goes for the cheek. And, and she he, is... He she is outraged. Well, she's, her inner voice is like, he pecked me, we laughed, I danced close, I let him sniff, 
he pecked me. <laughs> like, so she now, it's weird because in her head, she's like, I did everything right. I did all the playbook. I, I did, did, did I it did by numbers. Steps. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and now he owes me this thing that I've decided that he can have. So that's what I'm expecting. And he hasn't given it to me. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, She's like, why didn't he want this kiss? Yeah. Yeah. And confused. Yeah. So the next scene is, you know, it's the next day. They're at home. It's the morning. Um, Ali is eating jello. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> it's in the morning. I've got written down it's the morning. But yeah, why would you eat uh, jello in well, the morning? Well, she actually says, like, don't ask me to explain it. It makes me feel better. Okay, well, that's um, fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and... Uh, yeah, clearly, all morning, Ali has been complaining about the fact that Cheney only pecked her on yeah. the cheek. Yeah. And Renee points out, quite rightly, again, uh, that, you know, you could have kissed him, you know? Like, yeah. that that wouldn't... I know it would have been against the rules, but here's and a newsflash. Like, I let him smell me! <laughs> but she's like, here's a newsflash. Some guys are shy. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> maybe, like, there's a book of rules for men that he's trying Maybe to abide by but yeah stupid yeah and she and then she points out you know if everyone's playing games someone's gonna lose because yeah games she work. goes this is the problem with playing games somebody's got to lose at it um, and i'm like yes yeah <laughs> this totally. has always been my opinion of game playing it's stupid. and it's that thing of like renee's going like you had a great date like you, you had fun yeah so and and she's just going the fact that he didn't grope her or, you know... Well, this is... Yeah, so Like, he, is rude. Yeah, so this whole speech like, I've got real issues with. So she, he, she's like... He kissed me before we were, we were dancing close. I mean, most men would have asked to sleep with me, but no, what he did was rude. Uh, what? <laughs> and then... What, he can't be a man and just paw me a little? I am a sexual object, for God's sake. He couldn't give me a little grope? And, I mean, Renee's looks... Renee doesn't even say anything. She just looks at <laughs> her like... like you are. <laughs> you. Because <laughs> I mean, what? Like, I, what? It's just flabbergasting, frankly, that this is something that is going through our head. I just don't. So much wrong with that in terms of entitlement to. Like nobody owes anyone anything when no. it comes to you know. And I am just like, get over yourself, Ali. Just get over yourself, seriously, because <laughs> you are coming across as a complete. I did this, and now, and I was expecting this, and it didn't happen. And now she's like throwing her toys out the pram. I, I, I find it. I don't actually. I've never met anyone. I certainly never met a woman who who's been like that before. No. I just don't, uh, yeah, I boggles. Because the whole, it's weird, because the whole notion of consent is kind of, she's making it a trickier thing to navigate than it actually really is oh, in real life. She's always complicating things. Because all it would have taken, you know, if she wanted to, like, take things further with Chaney, and all we're talking about is a kiss here, yeah. really, then she could have tried to initiate it, and if he wasn't into it, then he would have backed off. But if he was, he would have reciprocated. All he's done is be a perfect gentleman, to be honest. Yeah. Just because he didn't, you know, I, I don't know. I'm I really confused. 
Yeah, she's a confusing person. <laughs> anyway, Renee's look says it all. Yes. Then we're in court. So Georgia is questioning Barbara Cooker yeah. about, you know, the memo. And basically what she get, does is get Barbara to read the memo out, doesn't she? Saying that, you know, no, it was a memo between executives at the studio basically saying no men under 60 want to sleep with her. Yeah, it says the only men that get a rise out of her are no longer capable of rising. <laughs> Which is abhorrent. horrible, yeah. Um, but then we've got Jack Billings who crosses and he says, So are you saying that TV news and entertainment are different? Barbara Cooker's like, Well, yeah, of course they are, but the decisions aren't necessarily different. And, but that doesn't make it right. Yes. Jack gets her to admit that it's okay to hire an anchor based on news, but not to fire. And she's like, Yes, I do believe that, but the distinction there is if they have a job and they're doing it well you can't then fire them just because they got older because that's ageism and then he says that well hang on a minute this is you 15 years ago he pulls up like a big sort of card photo of her yeah yeah. like um when she you know from 15 years ago when she started uh, when she started when she was hired and he's like you 15 years ago, benefited from this because you replaced um, the woman who was older. And that just makes you a hypocrite, basically. And Georgia and Ali are like, objection. And then Jack goes, let the record reflect the two size fours just objected. Wonder how they got their jobs. And And Georgia and Ali are like, objection! (laughs) Yeah, and I, this is my real life. Objection! Like this is, well, it's this also is. where our segment of objection got its name. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> from th- these, these, uh, this is a recurring uh, motif in the courtroom scenes. There's two of them standing up and going objection. Yeah, because it's that thing of like that was so unnecessary. Like, yeah. well, you're insinuating that these women have got their jobs because they look pretty. They're lawyers. They're not. They're not there to look good. They're there to fight and make arguments so I, I just yeah it really annoys me <laughs> yeah so I mean Jack Billings is an ass but I find it amazing that it, it the, the biggest thing that happens to him for making comments like that is that the other side objects like he should be reprimanded professionally yeah. Yeah. for making those comments yeah and he's not and the show doesn't even portray it as though it's something that would get him into trouble professionally. They portray it as, oh, he's an ash just making a joke, but that joke would be, let slide. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that's a 90s attitude. I don't know. Because today, if you put that kind of a joke in a character's mouth, I think it would be, even in a comedy show, it would be unbelievable that you'd get away with that in a professional setting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I know he's there to, like, play a role as an ass. That's Yeah, obvious. he is just... But, it's, yeah. I don't know, just, it's... Like, you wouldn't get away with that. Yeah. Anyway, then we're in Ali's home, and basically they've, the court's out of session for the day, mm-hmm. um, and they, Georgia, Ali, and Renee have... Eat well, Ali Chinese. Renee, Ali's invited Georgia back to yes. theirs to eat Chinese and discuss the case and go over things ready for the next day. And I really enjoy this scene. I know! Of the girls just hanging, hanging out together, out. chatting, yeah. you know, uh, It feels Chinese. really genuine and lovely. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're all, you know, collaborative, sorry, collectively moaning about Jack. 
back. Yes. Um, and then the phone rings, and Annie's like, if Cheney's, if it's Cheney, I'm not here. Um, and Renee picks up the phone. And then at the same time, the doorbell rings, and yes. they're like, the pizza's here. My first note is, hang on a minute, pizza and Chinese? This is the best day ever. <laughs> I did not pick up on that. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, pizza who and Chinese? Who has pizza and Chinese? Living the high life. Were, it's not like <laughs> two of them were having Chinese and someone didn't have their meal yet. Like, they were all three had Chinese food containers. That one day, <laughs> I will do that. Chinese When we pizza. finish this season recording, that's what we're going to do. Oh my God, Order yes. pizza and Chinese. That would be amazing. <laughs> that is so happening. Okay. So, so Annie's moving to the door because it's rung and while she's doing that, George is asking who that they're talking about. Um, yeah, and, who Cheney? And, and as, as she opens the door, <laughs> Ali says, Cheney, the guy who's totally gay. <laughs> Which, and although, it was, although it was funny, can I just, Flat wrist for Ali, who's yeah, gay as a, slur. As, as a slur. I know it was a very 90s thing to that do. That was a but, very 90s, early 2000s thing to do, definitely. But, but she says, totally gay as the door opens and, and Cheney is stood there, there. Obviously. And then we get this gif of Ali's face going red. <laughs> really red. Like, really red. Lobster red. <laughs> Cheney's like, you think I'm gay? <laughs> and Ali's like, oh, I knew you were there. Off as a joke. Anyway, Cheney's like, I came, I can't, I've come here because I need to get the truth. And then we hear Renee off camera shouting, "Just kiss her!" <laughs> and Annie's like, "Renee," <laughs> which is lovely. I I really enjoy that banter, I suppose, between them because it's all. Um, but it's completely believable to me that that I yes. would open a door to a prospective uh, suitor, so to yeah. speak, and your friends would like completely try and drop drop you in it and make you look stupid <laughs> just to tease you. you know? Well, yeah. What I love about Renee is that she's so willing to take the piss out of Ali, and it's like Ali needs the piss taken out of her. Oh God! Can like... you imagine how bad she, how insufferable she'd be if her best friend was someone who indulged her completely? Exactly, exactly. Oh. And Renee has no time for that, which is great. <laughs> We all need someone like that. Anyway, so yeah, and Ali's like, you know, I'm really sorry. Can we talk tomorrow? I'm I'm in trial, yes. which I actually think is fair enough because I imagine being a lawyer when you're in trial, it's the most stressful part of your job when you're doing that. Yeah, and, and you know, you've literally you're still working essentially. Yeah, it's downtime. You're still having to work on the case. Um, so you know, the last but we thing know. Is this shit but the thing is, we know that that is not the whole story. The reason she's ignoring his calls is because she's pissed off with him because she yeah. feels that he didn't kiss her yeah. well enough. I, or, I you agree know, that that's a stupid reason to be annoyed with him, but I also don't. I don't. I can't. I think it's okay for her to say, "Look, I just cannot have a conversation with you right now because I'm in trial. Can we just talk tomorrow or something?" Yeah, I guess so. I I think now's the time. I I think, but I think it's it's that thing of you're not being wholly honest about why it is, and you know that you're ignoring his calls. It's not just because you're busy. It's because you want to punish him. Yeah. Okay. Well, then he leaves. He's a bit um, miffed. And, yeah, and then <laughs> and, and Ali's angry at Renee. She's like, why did you have to go and say that? Yeah. And Renee does this wonderful impression of I, Ali. Yeah. Where I'm, she's like, I don't want you to go through your typical mate, mating dance where you wind up mateless. And Ali's like, what are you talking about? Mating dance. Yeah. And then Renee does this amazing bit. You know, the, uh, uh, I, I, I don't really have time now. It, it's complicated. 
complicated. I, I really just can't go into it. It's just, it's just, oh, what's, what's the word? I'm alone. That's it. I'm alone. There's nobody else in the room. I'm all by myself. Oh, I'm in the kitchen now. Alone. Hello, Pop. Hello, Pam. Alone. Mateless. And Georgia finds the whole it's thing hilarious, yeah. which I also enjoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Ali does need people in to her life her down, to, to bring her back. To yeah, reality. to be like you're being ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and to ground her a bit. Yeah. So yeah. So then next day, are we in walking um, to trial? Yeah, she's walking to work. There's an upbeat version of Vonda singing. It's in his kiss in the background. So yes, uh, you know she's uh, and Ali's sort of got quite a determined voiceover going on this time. Her inner monologue is like, you know, it was stupid to try and date and litigate in the same week, you know. I need to get on it. Um, so she's trying to... But people keep sort of running into her. Like, first it's the cab, and then she's yeah. like, ugh fine and it's like no I'll try again and then a cyclist comes across her path she's like <laughs> okay and I was thinking about this Ali it's a common motif again in uh, throughout the the whole series that Ali um walking along or walking anywhere people bump into her a lot mm. and I'm like you know and we've talked about it I think in previous podcasts where we've said you know at what point is this just Ali's fault and it's obviously the thing that's dawned on me is it's obviously a metaphor for the fact that Ali is so in her own world mm. the entire time that mm. she cannot see when other people have to get their own way but also it's a bit kind of like a fish swimming against the current isn't yeah. it because she is someone who seems you know a bit kind of not normal like the whole thing about Ali is she's a bit special and she's a bit you know and so you know and she holds sort of like these old sort of what are considered to be sort of traditional views about romance and love and marriage and all this kind of thing and yeah I think it's I think it's also a metaphor about her swimming against the tide and and, and just finding life a struggle (laughs) yeah like I think she just struggles with modern day life is is what is yeah insinuated but also there's this undercurrent of her you know whenever someone bumps into her it's always their fault in her mind and she's you know how dare people be giving their lives (laughs) around me when I'm trying to get from A to B Um, and it's just like come on (laughs) yeah like have some yeah take some responsibility like and also that thing of like shouldn't have tried to date and litigate in the same week yeah and I'm just kind of like but what you're saying you can't have a professional life and a personal life at the same time yeah like I kind of feel like you the reason you are finding this hard is because you are overcomplicating yeah. things that should be reasonably simple the Cheney thing shouldn't have been shouldn't have been an issue but I do I do get sometimes because I I have quite a stressful job at times and um, it goes in peaks and drops a bit mm. like a, a lawyer and when I'm in the stressful sort of peaks it's hard to concentrate. You know, if I've got anything else going on outside of work, I'm do I do it badly, like really badly. And so I know if I've got a stressful point coming up, yeah. I try and 
cut everything else that I'm meant to be, any other responsibilities that I might have, I try and rearrange them so that so they're outside. So it's not in that time. Because I will just fall over. I can't, okay. I can't, I don't have the mental space to, to deal it. with it. Yeah. But that's my, so I, I, I do empathise with her point that I shouldn't yeah. try to do the, all of the things at the same time. But I just think like, well, you've complicated like the, the chainy stuff it should have been. It never have been that much of an yeah, issue. Like, yeah, like it, it would have been fine yeah. if you just, didn't complicate things that didn't need complicating. Yeah. Ali and Georgia are back in the office and they're both feeling pretty sort of depressed because yeah. they feel like they're losing this case that felt like it was pretty yeah. in the bag because of the memo. Yeah, well before they get to that point, they come out of the lift and they're walking to Ali's office. They get outside the door and before they go in, Ali turns to Elaine and says, you know, is there anyone in there that's gonna jump, jump out? Jump out at me. And <laughs> Elaine's like, no, but I do have some thoughts on why Cheney doesn't want to kiss you. <laughs> I just love, and I will always throughout this podcast pick off on the little asides that Elaine has because they are some of my favourite things in the entire show. They're incredible. It's like, I don't, it, it's really, sometimes it's hard to know where she's coming from in terms of, like I say, like, is she just oblivious to how I, it comes across? I, or is, does she know and she just secretly kind of like sort of undermining. <laughs> I have a lot of empathy with Elaine because I mean we get more of her backstory in later seasons so no spoilers or anything but she she's obviously just so desperate to have friends so desperate yeah. but she also loves being the centre of attention yeah. and loves gossip and this all comes from insecurity mm. um, because it so often does um, we sort of find a little bit about why later but this this I, I genuinely think at this point she's like I want to do the things that <laughs> boys and buddies do with each other which is discuss all these things she wants to fill the like, Renee position I suppose but she's not earned that position no, yet no. she's trying to force and, it and she does it in a really sort of tactless way <laughs> often like which really sort of riles well, Ali up Ali doesn't you know, appreciate can't, can't see yeah she's not she's not there yet you know no, no. but yeah so so Ali just ignores her when they go into the office um, and Georgia and Ali kind of sit down and they're all disappointed and you know and Ali's like you know maybe my niche is niche or she, she, she says niche but we would pronounce it niche, niche. But yeah, yeah my niche is losing cases that can't be lost <laughs> yeah. you know maybe we just have to hope that the jury hates Jack Billings as much as, as we, do. we do. Yeah. And then Cheney comes out of the lift and he asks Elaine if he can see her. And Elaine sort of <laughs> intercepts him and is like, Elaine is a very important friend of mine. And if you're really interested in her, well, that's one thing. But if you are just after a few cheap thrills, you'll have to go through me. <laughs> I know. I love it. And she just sort of looks at it. She kind of like, you know, like bats her eyelashes. And Cheney's like, okay. <laughs> I, just, I just love, I think part of her enjoys making men feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because she wants she the power. She doesn't have a lot of power no. in her day-to-day -day life. No. And so this is, these, these are defence mechanisms. She's trying to get a jump on having power, having no power. She's trying to always mm. have the upper hand mm. in a conversation, particularly with men. Yes. Um, I, you know, and yeah, so I think this is what it is. She wants them to feel uncomfortable so that she's not uncomfortable. Yes, um, yeah. Which is hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> and I'm all for. <laughs> so yeah, so Ali comes out and she bumps into Chaney and she's yeah. like, now's not a good time. Yeah, but he makes a kind of 
stand there and talk to him basically and she sort of apologizes and is like yeah I just I kind of got a vibe from you and that you weren't interested and yeah, I she get insecure comes clean. She, yeah she's honest yeah. for the first time with him yeah like, you know what I'm just gonna say it because you haven't got time for this I haven't got time for this and he's like yeah I think we should see each other anymore well yeah she's like you know I'm sorry that I didn't like you uh, sorry I'm sorry I thought you didn't like me because we didn't kiss but can we just like wipe it clean and start again and he's yeah. like no, I yeah. think your instincts were, were right. right. Uh, it's one of those things where I feel like Ali kind of made a rod for her own back in terms of she was actively avoiding him. Whether or not her reasons for actively avoiding him are good or bad, it doesn't matter. She was actively avoiding him. And then as a result, he's ended up basically publicly dumping her because he does it on the, office, the floor. office floor. Yeah. Like where like everyone can see her and yeah. hear, overhear it. And it's really horrible. Like that's a really horrible thing yeah. to be dumped publicly in your place of work. Yeah, he doesn't handle that very No, well. but it's that thing where I kind of feel like she inadvertently sort of forced him into doing that in a yeah. way because she was she being like, yeah. no, I can't do this right now. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I have to be after trial. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, no, yeah, I don't, yeah. no, I want to break this now because I'm, you know, really peed off with it. I can't be doing with it anymore. And and it's just, yeah, but it is a horrible thing. So, so let you're me get... publicly dumped in your place of work and she immediately runs into the... Well, well, before that, we oh, get the she first... doesn't immediately. <laughs> we get the gift of the dump truck Oh, yes, time. we do. Yeah, the... The literal was dumping. I mean, she she handles it the best way you probably could in that situation, which is you know probably that's the best. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, try and keep any shred of dignity that she yes. has intact. And then she looks up, and you know, Georgia and Elaine are just pretending that they're not even. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, we weren't looking. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then she goes to the bathroom. Yeah. So yeah, she then goes to the unisex bathrooms, um, and it's Billy Billy's in, in there. there. Billy's in at the there. sink, um, and he's like, "What's you know?" She's obviously clearly upset as she comes in, and so mm. he's like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm just you know, I'm ups-. She's basically upset. I've just been dumped. Jamie's dumped her, and then there's a flush. <laughs> Richard's in a stall. <laughs> And you hear him go, damn it! <laughs> yeah. And he comes out of the cubicle and he's like, wait, is he leaving the whole firm or just you? <laughs> and Billy's like, get out! And like Richard's like, maybe I can still catch him. Yeah, so Richard, Richard runs out of Showing a lack of empathy as per usual. <laughs> and then Billy's like, you know, are you are you okay? And Ali starts sort of pouring her heart out to him again and being like, you know, why don't men like me? See, I really, like, I get that you've just been dumped and you're feeling a bit insecure, but... This is not an appropriate conversation. No, this whole kind of, like, why don't men like me? Yeah. It feels, like, asking that question... Yeah, exactly, she's fishing from her married love of her life kind of thing, like... For compliments and, you know, reassurance that... Because she knew if she said that to someone like Renee, 
Renee would be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, of course it, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just this she's not, situation. She's not looking for someone to tell her she's being stupid. She's looking for someone who once did love her to tell her why they loved her. That she's like, lovable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that she can be like, huh, maybe they do still like me. But yeah, mm. but, but yeah, so Billy's like, are you crazy? Men love you. And Ali's like, well, only then until they get to know me. And Billy's like, well, I got to know you and I, I fell in love, remember? And she's like, well, yeah, but, but you but left, left. Yeah. remember? Um, it's like, well, yeah, it just worked out, like, that way. Like, it's just, why, uh, yeah, it just feels a bit manipulative, like, this whole, yeah, I I really am not... No, I mean, she ends up, you know, just being like, all I ever wanted was to be married, have three kids, and someone to tickle my feet when I get well, home. Well, no, she goes, all I ever wanted was to be rich, successful, oh, rich, sorry, rich and successful. have, yeah, and have three kids and a husband. And look at me, I don't even like my hair. Yeah. And it's just like, this is pure, rich, white woman, first world problem. I know. I am just like, you are rich and successful. Like, you're a fucking lawyer. Yeah. Like, that is pretty rich and successful in most people's books. Yeah, yeah. And so you don't have a husband or At children 20, yet. whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. like, calm down. <laughs> and your hair can be easily sorted. Yeah. I'm sure you will find time and the money to go to a good hairdresser. But of course, Billy panders to her and ends up hugging her, and like, I've just got not cool. Yeah, yeah, gets a big hug from Billy. She shouldn't shouldn't be having this conversation with Billy. Billy shouldn't be letting her have this conversation with him, let alone indulging it and, you know, telling him things like, you know, knowing you is not deterrent to loving you. Like, what? I don't know. It's just, yeah, it just feels not good. Yeah, not not great. Another notch on the slippery slope down to ridiculousness. Badsville. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Georgia and Ali kind of walk out of the trial feeling positive, like they're winning over the ju- jury. Yeah. And, uh, and then Jack Billings waddles up. Yeah, going, trying to girls. be smug. Yeah, <laughs> trying to be smug. That's all he calls them girls, which I'm sorry. They're grown they're women. They're professional grown women, <laughs> and the use of the word girl is... Just yeah. makes me feel physically sick. No, I hate it. In any professional context. Yeah. In so, any adult context. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hate when anyone calls me a girl. Yeah, no. It's um, not nice. But yeah. And George is like, you know, don't be smug, Jackie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and she tells them that um, they're winning and you know it. So, you know, your clients better put up some money fast. And then she slaps his butt. Yeah. Saying the tables are turning. Yes. Yeah. And then she tells Ali... Um, that she thinks sort of Ali should close, do the closing argument. Yeah, because she's, she's got like, momentum in a relationship. I think, yeah, yeah the, jury the jury like you, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I enjoy George's claiming of the power back with Jack Billings. Yes. I enjoyed that moment yeah. a lot. Uh, not that, you know, two, right, two wrongs don't make a right, no, no, so to no, speak. But no. I mean, if anyone had it coming to him, it was Jack Billings. Yeah, Benning's. it was. So, <laughs> fine. And, and then we cut to Ali walking... I guess, away from the courthouse. Yes. And, you know, and she's feeling good. We yeah, get a she's voiceover. feeling quite empowered. Yeah, she's yeah. like, when I'm strong in court, I feel strong in general, I have the courage to do things I wouldn't normally do. And that's when we find out she's she's she, she's on her way to see Cheney. She wants to see Cheney because she's like, I need to kind of give him what for. She's well, on the she, phone. Yeah, she, she asks for Cheney and she's like told he's not there I think and she's like well interrupt him yeah and she's basically going there to demand yeah you know why did you dump me yeah she didn't so she can't get through to him and the next scene we see is in Cheney's office and she's walking in so she obviously couldn't get through to him on the phone and she's like well I'm just gonna go over there yeah and she basically storms into his office 
demanding to see him. Yes. And demanding to know why he dumped her. Yeah. And then she, uh, whilst also saying, this office is too big, by the way. Yeah. Which, what do you think about someone demanding to know why you were dumped? Um, well, if someone stormed into my office demanding to know, I probably wouldn't tell them because I'm like, <laughs> get don't, out. Don't, this is inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. you want to know, we can have this conversation somewhere else. Also, because I don't think it's, if someone hasn't given them a reason then I think it's fair to ask you know for a reason yeah but I think yeah I think the way she's going about it is really yeah it's fair to ask in a calm manner but to storm angrily in and be like I demand to know yeah is really like you're just being really rude like maybe this is why I dumped you well <laughs> funny enough Cheney does not react that way no. Cheney laughs and tells her every time she acts like this she's like why are you laughing and he's like you know everything that you're doing here makes me fall even more and I'm like what what Cheney <laughs> like this woman's a nut job <laughs> and I don't like the use of the word nut job but, um, of myself but she, she you know I object to myself I object to myself yeah but do you know what I mean like the last thing I'd be doing, being the recipient of that behaviour, is think, oh, I'm falling in. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit, it reminds me a little bit of that whole trope of, like, the manic pixie dream yeah. girl, like, which Ali does kind of embody yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. Um, like, she definitely has elements of that in terms of, oh, she's just so kooky and she's not like other women, like, and it just makes me fall for her. You know, it's just that, you know, that kind of behaviour from anyone else would put you off, but because it's this special pixie woman, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so Ali's like, what is this, a trick sort of thing? And and Teddy's like, you know, I... I can see the reason I kind of called it off is I can see myself falling in, in love with you and I can't sign up to someone who's going to be wanting forever because you said that your favourite book was... I can't remember which one it was. I can't remember either. But, but she says she identifies with a character within yeah. this book. She said in a previous conversation on their date that she identified with a character in a book and it was like a... a character who's never satisfied. Yeah, always, always wanting more. more. Yeah. And he's like, I can't sign up to someone who's going to be wanting forever. And he turns around and says, I was just saying that so that you know that I read books. <laughs> Which I have to say, um, <laughs> one, this proves, you know, why these rules are such crap. Because he's not having a genuine, genuine conversation. conversation. Yeah, but also, practical. I do... I, it does make me laugh that Cheney's the one that's reading so much into every... Because if I think about dates that I've been on, I have not analysed every word of... Because it's just small talk, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just, you're just trying to build a rapport. rapport and a vibe with someone. Yeah. You're not literally, like, taking every word they say as verbatim. Because you're, you're trying to present the best view yeah. of yourself on a yeah. first date. You're not necessarily I mean... telling... <laughs> the real truth yeah unless I mean? someone turn around and be like Mein Kampf is a mind blowing read like unless it's something like that <laughs> like you really yeah like the the amount he has read into her basically going oh I really like this character in this book yeah is is a bit much but then it is that thing where it's like well to be fair to Cheney he's kind of accurately read her in terms of but how quickly yeah yeah very quickly I feel like he's made a lot of assumptions that I think maybe 
they may be accurate, but I think it's a bit unfair for him to put such a big judgment on her so quickly. I don't and, know. And I think, like, the idea... Uh, I mean... Because he says, you know, the day you, the day you stop wanting is the day you begin to die. You go through people and you'll go through me. And you'll never be content. Yeah. And she's like, that's just so... And he's like, true. I think... I don't necessarily disagree with his character assessment of her, but I think... But part of me is like, God, you've been on what? Like a two or three yeah. dates with her that we know of? I don't imagine from, from the the conversations we've seen her have, I don't think there's been any more like off camera no. that we haven't seen. No. Um, it's, it's just like, how does he really know that for sure? Nobody's that good of a judge of character. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. But then it, it, he talks about, he talks about being overmatched. Yes. So, so what are you saying? That because she's smarter than you, you or you feel she might be smarter than you, you don't want to be with her. Which I, I'm like, what a coward. Like, that's not a reason to... Yeah. To, I, I you just want, like, a submissive woman that you can feel like you're better than. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, a red flag for me. But yeah. to Annie's credit, I mean, her voiceover says, oh, that's the most flattering thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah. But then like, to her credit, she turns around and calls him on it. She's like, you're a coward, you know. If yeah. you want me, you've got to go for me because I'm it. And well, I'm just a bit like, yeah. Well, she goes, if you want a Stepford wife, she's out there. But if you want me, you have to come get me because I'm I'm it. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> it's like, I, I appreciate her sentiment, but I don't quite know what she means by I'm it. Like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> But I do appreciate, do you know what? I, I remember watching this episode when it aired, when I was 12, 13, whatever. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking off the back of that scene, wow, so Ali's clearly not a perfect person. No. None of us are. We've all got our problems, but good for her for standing up for herself and being like, you know, I'm worth something and yeah. you, you... I'm worth being with. Yeah. Yeah. And I want someone who, you know, isn't scared of being with someone who's on their level, if not, you know, higher. higher. Yeah. And I, I'm sticking up for that. I'm and not I'm gonna, not going to change myself. No, I'm not going to dim my light so that you Your could, shine's yeah. brighter. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And so I really was inspired by that. Yeah, action. yeah, and I, I thought, think, yeah. And that's informed quite a lot of my, um, the way I view the world anyway. Yes. But anyway, so good for Ali. She yeah. finishes that Pat on the back, Ali. I'm, I don't agree with her necessarily storming in the office in the first no, place. don't think she, that was appropriate, she, but... <laughs> she, she got a good speech out of it, so good. And then we're back in the office, and Ali is telling Georgia what happened, and Georgia's like, you said that? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which surprises me that Georgia's, like, shocked by it, because it comes across to me as exactly the sort of thing Georgia might say yes. in that situation. Yeah, and I, and I really like this scene, because it genuinely feels like they're friends. Yeah. Like, they're not faking it, they're not trying to force it. Yeah. Like, it feels natural. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really like it. And then Billy walks in and asks if she's going to be, like, how long she's going to be, and she's oh, like... Oh, is going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and George is like, oh, no, we're just going over some, you know, some last minute Because isn't it, this is sort of late in the evening, isn't yeah, it? It's, yeah, it's in the evening. Yeah. It's later that day. Um, and, and, you know, oh, no, we're just going over some last minute bits, and, and Billy says, I gather, as though he's obviously walked in on them laughing and not discussing the case, being, <laughs> so he's like, you know, point, trying to point out that they're not actually working. <laughs> yeah. um, he, he's, he comes across as hugely butthurt in this scene. That they're like having fun. 
fun on without him. Merits, yeah, you know, with the, the, on stuff that's got nothing to do with him. Yeah, like he's not part of this equation or their relationship. Yeah, in this and at it's all. a deep. He clearly feels quite uncomfortable about the fact that they're getting on so yeah. genuinely. Because then he's like, "Oh, are you okay?" To Ali, and Ali's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And he's like, "Well, I'll." I'll be in my office well because it's well this is the thing because he goes he goes like are you are you doing better he says to ali are you doing better now clearly off the back of because the last time we saw them together she was upset about being dumped by cheney and you can see this kind of look pass over georgia's face as she kind of sort of looks between ali and billy and it's kind of like oh like something kind of personal conversation has happened that I don't know about. Yeah. And you can see she feels a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, you know, there's tension in yeah. the air completely. Yeah. And Ali, I think, notices this as well because she yes. wants to break it. Yeah. Back to their kind of nice friend type. Yeah. She's like, you know, hey, um, well, so she where goes, are we going to start? Well, she goes something like along the lines of, oh, you know, in the lift, uh, like in the elevator earlier today, like when we said, uh, what are you thinking about? And we said nothing. She I was thinking confides, about Cheney. Yeah. And what was your what were you thinking about? Yeah. And and the thing is I think she's sort of saying that to be like, I'm not I'm not pining over Billy. Yeah. I'm not I like Cheney is the one I've been focusing on. I've not been thinking about Billy. I think yeah. it's her spotting this uncomfortable moment and sort of and I on Georgia's face. Part of her is thinking starting to feel guilty about the moment she's been sharing with Billy yes. now that she's got this sort of new Closer, blossoming rapport yeah. with Georgia. Exactly. I mean, that's not explicitly gone into here, but I hope that that is something that's dawning on her. Yeah. Actually, doing this is not just it's not just wrong for Billy, but it's also betraying her now a friend of mine yes, as well. Yes. But anyway, Georgia was saying that the thing she was thinking of was this case, and that's where Elaine comes in and says, I think, you know, both of you are finding this trial unsettling because you're both pretty. So it must be disconcerting to realise that it can all just disappear with a wrinkle. Yeah. And uh, and then she sort of leaves. Well, she says, I think you've got a lot more going for you than your look. <laughs> And the thing is, is that Georgia looks quite insulted, like, by this. She kind of sort of turns to Ali with a bit of a, like, open mouth, like, shocked face. Yeah. Like, and I'm just kind of like, but that's a nice thing to say. No. Like, that, that is, you, you are so much more than your oh, looks. Oh, yeah, I, I think you she know? was in it, but I don't think, I didn't read Georgia's shocked face as being insulted by oh, okay. it. I just thought it was funny that Elaine felt that that had to be said, that they didn't <laughs> yeah. know that already. Oh, right, okay, um, yeah, But, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, that's just how I read it. Yeah, maybe. Um, it could be taken either way. Yeah, but, so Elaine then sort of goes out, and George is like, you know, she's, she is kind of right. She's right, yeah. she's on the mark. You know, we both get mileage out of the way we look, and it's she temporary. said, I'm not going to lie, I'm afraid of not measuring up to what, my husband fell in love with, obviously, Billy fell yeah, in love with. Yeah, And Ali's like, surely you don't, that's not, you don't really believe that, you know? And George is like, well, Barbara didn't, Barbara Cooker didn't think that either, and... Look what know, happened. Look what happened. Yeah. And that's where they're both like, we've got to win this. Yeah, case. if only for peace of mind we have <laughs> yeah. got to win this case. Yeah, um, so they yeah. get back to work. So Richard Richard, storms next into, scene, yeah. is sort of stalking through the office to the dragnet theme. Yes. He's on a mission. On a mission. Um, and he gets to Ali's office and storms he's like, in. I've spoken to Cheney. He's, you know, 
uh, he's, uh, Richard is saying that he's wrought and you know because <laughs> Cheney's basically said that the relationship's going to be untenable and Ali's like chill out dude you know I spoke to him this morning we're going to go on a date to see what if see this is the thing I'm just like so because uh, yeah he goes into Ali's office to tell her off for storming into Cheney's office and Ali's like well, don't panic, because we're going on a date tonight. And then Richard's like, oh, okay, that's fine then. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the last thing... He's worried about losing Cheney as a client. Oh, yeah, no, I understand Richard. It's just the whole Ali Cheney thing. Oh, Ali, thing. yeah, no, it's I like, don't know. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's completely all over the place. But then Richard, <laughs> it does lead to this wonderful Richard moment where Richard says, you know, you help me with Whipper, so I'm going to give you something it's Some in return. unsolicited advice. And he says... <laughs> Love is an equation. You plus me derives a we. It's really that simple. <laughs> and he says we involves a me. And if the me is still a work in progress, for God's sake, don't start constructing the we. And do you know what? That's the most sensible thing that's ever come out of his <laughs> I totally agree. Because yes. I've always said you cannot be, or it's very, very difficult and hard on a relationship to try and get it together if you are not you know, if you to try and build a relationship on a foundation of you not really knowing who you are. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not being comfortable... With yourself. ...with who you are and what yourself is. Like, yes. trying to construct something on top of that that has to... So unstable. To, yeah. So... Yeah. And I was like, well done, Richard. Yes. I agree. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, you can't necessarily work out all your shit like before you no, get together you know because if you meet someone you you know it, but it's that thing of yeah uh, uh, and and Richard is like basically saying she needs to work on herself yeah. before and I she think yeah and really I think that's advice. fair really I think yeah yeah I think it's generally I mean, working thing. on yourself is a lifetime process but you know you need to have had laid the groundwork at least yes. before you even try and create a relationship around it yeah and yeah, Ali's sort of taking offence saying well, are you saying I need work and he's like, I say it because I care. <laughs> and Annie leaves the office, and then and Elaine, it, yeah, yeah, go Elaine on. comes up to him. No, she's straining his tie. She's straining his tie, and Richard sort of stands reason. there proudly, going, <laughs> "Parenting is nothing if not selfless." And Elaine's like, "That's a fishism." So we have another fishism. Another fishism. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I'd say that's a true fishism. I think that's relatively. I'm I'm happy with that fishism. Yeah, that's a fine fishism. Fine, fine fish. <laughs> Sorry. So next thing we have is Ali, Georgia and um, what's her name? Barbara, Barbara Cooker. Cooker. Yeah, walking out of court and I, I've got a note here like says walking out of court like badass Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Like, they look really... We've kicked it. Yeah, We've like really that. great. Yeah. And, and so Jack comes up to them um, outside the court and offers a settlement of $400,000. Which Ali's voiceover is like, we should, we should take it. But what comes out of her mouth is, no, no I'm rejecting it. And, he's and then like, he's what? like, you should ask, maybe you should ask your client because it's not up to you. And she's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do, I guess did you want to, did you want to take this? And Barbara's like, no, because. Well, she's like, she's like, well, what do you, do you think I should take it? And Ali's like, no. And in, in a monologue, <laughs> she's, she's like, like yeah. yes. It, and I think at that point Jack Billings goes what are your and she's like oh okay yes and and Barbara Cooker is then like no you your said no your instinct was no, instinct was and, no. Trust you. and Georgia turns around and goes yeah I think it, no I don't think we should take this and so and I really love that moment yeah. because I'm like 
it's these women not only trusting their own instincts but trusting other women's instincts and being yeah. like yeah I trust but you. I love that we have Ali's voiceover to show us that even though she's trusting her instincts she still has that niggling doubt in her head yeah she's so, that's so relatable yeah it's and most of the time women listen to their voice in their head rather than that gut feeling gut feeling yeah and I think I like that they showed that there's a struggle still going on here it's not as easy as it looks yeah like to be yeah, sure yeah. of your gut no I'm not yeah. taking it and and so that felt very believable that, yes that scene yes so yeah, they, they turn it down and then we're back in the office. We're at, in a conference in the conference room. Yeah. Which I believe they only have one conference room. I think so. Yeah. And, and, and Richard is is wrought because they've turned <laughs> it down. Because 400k is apparently more than the case is worth. Yeah. Um, but George is like backing up their decision by saying, you know, the jury's with us, we had a really great crazing, Ali's smashed it. Ali has her head on the table. Yeah, she's like, she's like, oh shit, we should we've turned down so much money. On her instincts. On my instincts. And she's like, I have bad instincts, why have we done this? And Elaine's like, that's not true, you were right about Cheney dumping you. <laughs> Trying to help. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and, and Richard's like, you know, I need to be alone with Ali, I just want to speak to her, and Elaine's, you know, I'm very helpful in these situations, but dismisses um, Elaine and Georgia. Yes, yes. And Richard's like, what's going on? Yeah, um, what's wrong with you? And Ali's, Ali's sort of saying, do you ever wonder if you'll end up alone? And Richard's yeah. like, I'm alone now. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, basically, he's like, do you ever worry about being alone? And Richard's kind of like, no, like, everyone's alone. It's just easier to take in a relationship. And I was like, yes, Richard! Yeah, this yes. is another... I think that is officialism. I think he kind of says, like, oh, it's... the whole speech was officialism or something. Yeah, no, I think if we go through it, so he, he says, you know, I'm alone now, but I've got Whipper. Everyone's just alone. It's just easier to take in a relationship, which is great. Yeah. And, and Ali's like, I don't believe that. I believe that everyone's half, half of, of a whole. whole. And she said, I know it sounds kind of, and Richard finished off that sentence going silly, which I'm like, yes, yes I agree with Richard. Richard is right. Um, and Ali's <laughs> like, no, I don't mean silly, and I don't mean sorry either. People who give up are the silly ones. They're the ones who are not, they're uncompromising. You know, Barbara Cooker it was unhappy, and Billy then walks in while Ali's talking about how sad Barbara Cooker was because she... She was smart and she followed yeah. like, her instincts and... Yeah, like, yeah and look yeah. where that got her. Yeah. And, you know, she's she's really unhappy. And Billy walks in and Ali's like, I was talking about Barbara Cooker, not me. Who said anything about me? <laughs> but basically um, she's really identifying with Barbara Cooker and she's worried she's going to sort of in air quotes, uh, end up like her. Yeah. Which is kind of like, well... <sighs> you should be so lucky to, to end be up Barbara like Barbara Cooker. Cooker. Like, She's the finest TV journalist yeah, these people have ever worked like, with. It, it's, it's that... I, I, they, I feel the show really casts Barbara Cooker as this real Victim. tragic person. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think that she I don't, is. No, I don't agree with what happened to her. But no. I don't doubt that she will go on... And have a fine life. ...to get life. a next, yeah. better, you know, a good position elsewhere. Yeah. I think some of the networks that are a bit more woke I suppose yeah that tried to poach her a few years back yeah. won't, won't turn, turn, turn her down yeah now. exactly um, but anyway so Richard then leaves whilst telling Rick, Billy to say something nice about Jamie <laughs> yeah 
Um, and Billy kind of sits on the table by Ali's head, where she's got her head on the desk. And, yeah. and, and Billy's like, you know, I heard you and Chaney are back on. You know, that sounds good. Um, and Ali's like, you know, on and off. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's confusing. It's sort um, of hot and then cold. And then Billy says, like, the creepiest thing, uh... where he's like, do you want some <laughs> advice? And she's sort of, yeah. If you want him to stick around, if he kisses you, you know, kiss him back if memory serves. You know, he's, he's basically says explicitly, You're a good kisser. I remember kissing you and, you know, it was it was good. You are a good kisser. Yeah. So kiss him like, back and he he may not stay forever, but he'll, you know, yeah. hang around. <laughs> but it's like, don't put that... Why are you putting that thought in her head of you two kissing? Because you saying if memory serves and then that's, you know, he knows what he's doing there. <laughs> anyway, and Ali sort of dismisses this advice by saying, you know, it doesn't... One person isn't a good kisser. It takes two to tango but but before she can get very much further her beeper goes off because the jury's the back. jury is back so, so they all pile down to the courtroom yeah and basically the, the verdict was that they find in favor of the plaintiff barbara and she gets nine hundred and thirty five thousand dollars and yeah. everybody screams yeah i love it because it, it comes back and i was like oh and then all three of them georgia barbara and ali all go and it's a real like apologize for your eardrums. <laughs> it's a real like punch the air moment. Like, yeah. I really love that moment. Because they, they, you know, they more than doubled what they were offered. So yeah. That's a great result. Yeah, it's so, so great. Love um, it. So obviously they go and celebrate at the bar. Yeah. Champagne so, at the bar. Ali, Georgia, Barbara Cooker, Cheney, and Billy are all there. Yeah. Um, Cheney and Billy go off to pee. Um, so it's just the girls left. Yes. Girls, women left. Georgia and Ali sort of say what I was just saying earlier was that, you know, Barbara, you're probably going to get hired by another station, you know. So yeah. This is, this is like, really good. This is not the end for you. This is great. Um, and then they decide their. Does it fade into the dancing? I think it might do, yeah. Because so they're, they're all celebrating. They're trying to the G table, Barbara up, yeah. saying, oh, you know, you're going to have... This is wonderful. This is great, and you're going to go on and get an even better job, and this yeah. will be the best thing that's ever happened yeah. to you, you know? Yeah. And then the scene sort of melts into, I guess, later on in the evening, because we've got Ali and Chaney and dancing. Uh, Georgia and Billy kind of slow dancing. Yeah. And then the camera sort of cuts to Barbara Cooker alone at the table um whilst the dancing's going on which looking is a bit despondent a sad. yeah which is one of those things where i'm just like so what you're saying is that because she's been this successful tv anchor that she's now all alone in the world yeah like, like she's just you, like you chose me, your career over yeah like this is what happens when you are too career focused yeah. like you you end up with no one yeah. and it's just like i Didn't don't like believe that. that she wouldn't have had a like a best friend or like a boyfriend yeah. or someone in her life who would be interested in the outcome of that trial no, and was... go with her to court. Or, like, you know, even just meet her afterwards. Yeah, like, I just don't believe that she'd be all... Like, she didn't come across as a horrible person at any point no. in that show. There's no reason why this woman would be all alone in the world. No, but then then the, the episode fully ends on um, Ali and Chaney kissing whilst they're dancing. Yes. I guess, you know, is that the point of the name of the episode the kiss is it that kiss they're referring to uh, i don't know who knows uh, i feel like that kiss is a band-aid 
mm-hmm. without spoiling too much. Not mm-hmm. not because um, they haven't really addressed their issues in the slightest. No, not at all. <laughs> so, how did you feel about that episode? It had some really great moments in it. I really do love the whole seeing the sort of growth of, you know, Georgia and Ali sort of getting, you know, actually getting like a proper professional but also personal relationship growing there. I really love the fact that they won their case and, and you know, really got a great settlement for this yeah. woman. And, and yeah, like, on the whole, I like it. Yeah. There are problems, but I like it. Okay. Yeah. Retrial. The case of the week was Cooker versus WZAMTV. Yes, yes. I mean, I feel like the verdict's pretty obvious. I would agree with the fact that they were. Yeah, because basically, because the thing is, the whole the whole argument that you know she's not young. Yeah, she's not pretty and young enough to hold the attention of the public is. Actually, you're you're being disingenuous there. That is not why. It the reason is she's not fuckable enough yeah. from young men yeah. because you've admitted that she's attractive to older men. Older men, but she's not fuckable enough by young men. Yeah, and it's like so. Have you got fuckable people for every other group of people that that you know? Have you got uh, a young? man for gay men and young women have you got yeah. you know it's like it's, you're only catering to one group of people for yeah. some reason yeah yeah you're not catering for the public you're catering to young men yeah and, and probably only white young men exactly so yeah your argument is completely shallow and disingenuous it's not about holding the public attention because the public is made up of more than young white men absolutely yeah <laughs> you know? like, and they didn't really get into that sort of real reasoning much yes. in the course of the case but yeah it's it, yeah. that whole public is stupid thing i didn't buy so no. i'm glad that they didn't win yes um, yeah. and then the last piece of business is verdict of the week <sighs> the jury's back who are you gonna give a verdict on and what is it so i'm Finding Cheney guilty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> finding Cheney guilty of being a complete flip flopper. The <laughs> fact that he is wanting to date her one moment, dumping her the next moment, going on a date another moment. Now I get, like I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like either you're in or you're out. Yeah. Surely you know whether you want to date this person or not. Like, no one's asking you to sign up for life. No. It's just about dating. And I find it a bit disappointing that Ali's kind of chasing him. Yeah. And I'm just like, general rule of life, if I was Ali's (laughs) friend, I'd be like, don't ever beg for anyone's scraps. Like, for fuck's sake. You you are better than that. Yeah. Everyone is better than that. Everyone is better than Ronald Cheney's scraps. Yeah. Like, you don't ever live off of, like, train yourself to live off scrap. You are worth more than that. Yeah. And, And the fact that she's chasing this person that is so clearly lukewarm about dating her. But also his reasons for like backing off for like, oh no, you're too good for me and I'm not, you know, I'm too much of a... He's just a bullshit Uh, coward. Like, that has to, like, he's sort of under the thumb of patriarchy thinking that he has to be the dominant, most exciting, powerful person in that relationship. Yeah, smart When actually, you know, you can both be smart and (laughs) have the light, you know, at different... And it's just just bollocks. 
just a thing. load of rubbish. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I, over it. Over well, it with Cheney. In contrast, I've gone for... I've actually got two, because you, okay. you had two objections and you had two verdicts last week. I so did. So I feel like I'm allowed to have two That's fair verdicts. enough. I'll allow it. Okay, so <laughs> I've got... And they're both not guilty ones. So oh. the first one is to Renee for having the patience of a goddamn thing. Oh my God, yeah. With Ali and her <laughs> stupid rules. Oh, and for throwing that book in the bin. <laughs> yeah. And the second one is actually for Richard, not oh. guilty, because he had some really good advice this like is i was literally punching the air going yes richard yes you <laughs> well should done, have richard. a me before a we before you build a relationship and you know yes parenting is nothing but selfless yes richard <laughs> um so you know although he has sometimes he's advising her for the wrong reasons because he doesn't want to lose yeah. any of the client i think he he actually landed some good some good advice there nuggets of truth some good fishisms. Yes, yes. So yeah, so that's it for this week. So if you enjoy the podcast, and I hope you are, then please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, if you've got any questions or comments or, I don't know, objections, by all means, uh, email us at thebygonespodcast at gmail.com. No, not at, no. What? <laughs> don't email us at thebygonespodcast, it's just email us, oh. <laughs> bygonespodcast. <laughs> Sorry bygonespodcast at gmail.com and search for us on Facebook bygonespodcast and Twitter at bygonespodcast everything is bygonespodcast bygonespodcast so until next time bygones yes you love me I wanna know